And you begin to live more an awareness of yourself as a child of God. And you begin to have a different conversation with God when you begin to pray in that way. That's what meditation is about. It's about developing a different conversation, a different relationship with God than maybe you've ever had before. So, when you begin your day in some form, in some way, maybe as soon as you wake up or as soon as you begin your meditation during the morning or during the day, personalize it. Make it real. Make it about you and God, my Father which art in heaven. And see if that doesn't begin to change how you relate with God. And then pay attention to something. Because there's a good chance that you're going to notice something similar to what Brian was talking about when he looked at the room today and saw different faces and began to feel a nervousness and and shutting down a little bit with inside of himself at the solar plexus out of his nervous reaction. Pay attention, and when you say, My Father, which art in heaven, see if there's a part of you that goes into resistance, that shuts down, that clamps off, and doesn't allow you to be in that presence of loving with God, that doesn't believe that this is my Father, that God is my Father. And see if you do not begin to be aware of where that resistance is. And then take that loving, that acceptance, and that forgiveness action into that place where reaction is taking place. Just as Brian shared earlier, he noticed a reaction. And he noticed that that reaction was shutting down the flow of loving and the willingness to participate and share in that movement of loving. And so he went into that place where resistance, that reaction was, and he began to do action. And in that action, things were transformed. The reaction was quieted. And then the action came forward that is loving. That is the only action there truly is in this creation, is loving. And then he was able to step forward and to do and to be with himself, with the movement of the Holy Spirit, and with each of you in that action of loving in his sharing, and in his presence right now as he holds with me. So look and see how you can begin to have a different relationship with God. And even if in your meditations now you are having a direct and wonderful relationship with God, look and see if you can't expand that by even personalizing it more by saying, My Father, My Lord, I as your child come before you now giving my loving to you, sharing my presence with you, offering myself up to you in all ways, allowing you into all parts of my beingness, my consciousness, my body, every part of me, that you might live and dwell within me as I live and dwell within you. In all those places where resistance resides, 
I just ask you to go into those places now. And through your action, through your loving, through your forgiveness, assist me in moving in that same way and living more in that action with you so that I open up into the greater divine flow that you and I are one, that you and I live ever in oneness, and that wherever I go, that loving goes with me. And whatever I do, that loving is expressed in me and through me so that I live in action, not reaction, that I live with awareness of being responsible for my thoughts and my feelings, and that I share from that place of loving with all, wherever I go and all that I do, and that I look through the eyes of the soul within, and I see the divine Because you are divine. You are divine. And Brian and I are here to just share that with you and to hold that with you that you might come into the knowing of that yourself. The soul that you are is a divine presence that God sent forth in loving action, in loving expression in loving sharing that he, God, the creator of all things, could fulfill this creation through the movement of loving that is you, the soul, and could know the creation more fully through the movement of loving that is you, the soul. You are not this body you are not the imagination. You are not the emotions. You are not the mind. You are not your unconscious, sleepless, sleepish, sleepy self. You are soul. And we are here to remind you, to assist you, to guide you, to direct you, to answer any and all questions, doubts, concerns, that you might begin to know that for yourself. It's a very loving path. The path that every great master of the path of sound and light has offered is the same great path of loving, the same great action of awakening into the divine knowing that you are a child of God. And every great teacher on this pathway has done nothing more than to walk with you every step of the way to assist you in letting, going, letting go of all those things that stand between you and the Lord so that you can have a direct relationship with God. That's what we're here to do. That's what we want you to fully experience as we experience it. When Jesus said, I and the Father are one, That didn't make Jesus separate and unique and alone in this creation. 
He was stating to all of his disciples at that time, I and the Father are one. As a living demonstration for all that they too can step forward into that same truth, into that same manifestation, into that same experience and live it every breath of every day. I and the Father are one. So begin to let that be your own statement, even if you don't believe it. That's okay. My Father watch art in heaven. I don't know that God's existing. I don't know where heaven is. I don't know that God's really my Father. I and the Father are one. Well, I sure don't believe that, not with all the stuff I've got going on in my life. This isn't oneness. This is separation. This is pain. This is judgment. This is againstness. I don't believe that. Well, that's fine. Do it anyway. Do it anyway because in that repetition, in that doing it, there will be a part of you that will begin to come forward that knows it to be true. Maybe you've never allowed that divine child in you, that spark of God in you, that action of loving in you to really come forward into your consciousness, into your life, into your expression. But by saying, My Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I and the Father are one. Begins to do something very wonderful. It gives permission for God to begin to participate with you in a way that God hasn't been able to participate with you up until that moment. You are proclaiming something. You are allowing something. You are directing your expression of being in a new way. And you are saying all those things that have stood between you and the Lord up until this point, you no longer have power over me. You no longer stand between me and my Father. You no longer can create separation. You no longer can create belief in me that I am not worthy. For I am a child of God. I and my Father are one. My Father which art in heaven liveth within me, dwelleth within me, and I dwelleth within God. And believe me, all those illusions, all those things that have stood between you and loving, between you and the knowing and expressing and being that loving, that you are as soul, will melt away, will dissipate. And you will begin to find your life transforming. It's a gradual process. But it is a wonderful action to be in, to witness all those things that you have created in your own consciousness over time, this lifetime and others, beginning to melt away, beginning to be dismissed and just dispersed back into the nothingness from which it came, back into this creation, which is the void, that is the nothingness, that we have pulled the energy through our creativity and manifested it as judgment, as anger, as frustration, as reaction, to witness through this power of 
knowing that I and the Father are one, of dismissing all that creation, letting it go back into the nothingness from which it came, so that we now can stand in the truth of who we really are. We no longer are veiled in the illusion of this creation, but we stand in the truth of the Creator. So I invite you to begin to see how you yourself can begin to have a more direct relationship with God. The meditation that we share with people on the path of sound and light opens that door for you to begin to have a direct relationship where no one, nothing stands between you and the Lord but rather you and the Father are one. You are living in oneness. You are loving, that living, loving essence of the Lord. You are that loving that is God in you, and you are living it fully, more and more, every moment, every day, throughout the rest of this life. And I also know that you can begin that action right now, this very moment, just by proclaiming and chanting it over and over inside of you as much as you can throughout every day from now on. I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. Even if you do not believe it, say it, say it, say it, say it until it comes alive in you and you begin to see and know and feel and live the transformation that can come through the power of that affirmation, the power of that statement, the power of that truth. It's a wonderful thing to begin to sense that movement of loving through those areas where you have been shut down and cold and indifferent and fearful and in judgment and in anger. To begin to feel and know and witness the movement of loving transforming your life, your consciousness, your expression. And where once before you would have gone into reaction with somebody because of something they say, all of a sudden you find yourself realizing, hey, I and the Father are one. And I and the Father are one do not want to be in reaction with this person. So I'm just going to stand and listen to what they have to say in loving. I'm going to love them just as they are acceptance. I'm going to forgive myself for ever having judged them and held something against them. And I'm going to forgive them for whatever maybe they have caused in reaction within me that has caused me to do this with them. And through this action of I and the Father are one, through loving acceptance and forgiveness, I'm now going to be in loving with them. I'm going to be now in a new relationship with them. I'm now going to be in action rather than reaction with them. And I would also say, do that with yourself. It all begins with self. Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, you've got to love yourself first before you really, truly can love your neighbor. Be in loving with yourself then. Do the same thing I just described, but do it with you. Every place where you have judgment, where you have condemned yourself, where you are afraid of yourself, where you have created separation from that divine movement 
of the loving that is the child of God in you. Go in there and love it. Forgive it, accept it. And allow yourself to move into action within yourself, that loving action. I love me as the Father loves me. I love the Father as I love me. Create statements, even if they aren't true in your own beingness right now. Create statements that will begin to allow that loving to move through those areas that have been so closed off, shut down, dammed up, so that things can begin to move and transform. A dam can hold back so much water. It's amazing the amount of water that a large dam can hold back. But if the dam begins to weaken in one little area and just the littlest drop, drop, drop of water can make it through that crack, it can begin to break down the whole dam. And it begins with the action of one drop penetrating something that begins the transformation of what used to be so powerful, so strong, as this huge dam holding back all the loving, now begins to transform as it breaks apart, and the loving begins to penetrate it, until finally the dam can't stand anymore, and it just breaks open, and all this loving pours through. That's what I want for you. Wherever resistance resides in your consciousness, that is like a dam. Holding back, loving, being able to express in that area of your beingness. I and the Father are one is a drop of loving that can go into that barrier, into that place of resistance, and begin to create disturbance. Oh no, Jim, I don't want disturbance. Yes, you do. Because this is the good kind of disturbance. It will transform you in a way that you truly want to be transformed. So allow that disturbance to take place. Because what is that disturbance, really? It's the movement of loving. But it feels so uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't... I don't know how to do this. That's okay. Be with the disturbance because eventually you'll find that that's just the movement of loving. That's the freedom that is beginning to manifest in your consciousness as those areas where you've been shut down. And the other part of the disturbance is you're going to realize that you are the creator of it all along. It wasn't your mother. It wasn't your father. It wasn't the world. It was you. That will be a disturbing thing, too. <laughs> because all of a sudden you do have to take responsibility for your actions and your reactions. It was a reaction of something that took place in this creation or another that caused that disturbance to manifest in its first place, that began to be brick by brick 
building a dam against the flow of loving. And now that disturbance, that movement of love as a drop in that place of resistance will begin to transform it. And it will be disturbing to you possibly. But when that disturbance comes up, look at it in joy and go, thank God, I'm alive again at that level. It's coming alive. Loving is beginning to move in me. Thank goodness. Move more. Let's break it open. I don't care how disturbed I get because I know it's leading me to my loving. Disturbance is resistance. Disturbance is shutting down. Disturbance is a way by which we often will again go back into our old pattern. And we'll just take and put up more concrete. We'll plaster over it. We'll make sure that there's nothing there that we have to feel, that we have to deal with, we don't have to look at again. Oh, I don't like that feeling. Let me cover it up. I don't want to have to feel it. I don't want to see it. That's what we often do when we feel disturbed, isn't it? That, or what else do we do? Well, we go get chocolate cake. We feed it with something to distract us from our disturbance so that we don't have to look at it directly or deal with it, and we become numb to it again. I would say live in the disturbance, love in the disturbance, be in the disturbance, and see how you can do your life differently because of what the disturbance is moving in you and how it is transforming you. I have found that throughout my life that when I allow myself to accept the disturbance that is present and to stretch into it, to live into it, and to allow it to break down those barriers inside of me, loving comes more present than ever before. And then I truly live in that divine river of loving. Then I live in the knowing that I and the Father are one. Then I live knowing that I am the living, loving essence of the Lord. And then there's nothing else to do but just do whatever's present in the moment. Just live this moment. Live this now. That's where God dwells. God dwells in the now. God dwells in this very moment. If we can begin to live knowing that, and in every moment live as a child of God, living in that loving that we are, and allowing God living in the loving that is God in us, in this moment, every moment becomes delightful, joyful. Oh yes, we still have to deal with the world. We still have to pay our taxes. We still have to fill the car up with gas. We still have to go buy groceries. We still have to go to work if that's what we do. We still have our responsibilities in this world. But we can approach all of that so differently because in the midst of doing that, we are also aware that I and the Father are one. And God is one with me right now as I write this check out to the IRS. God is right now one with me as I am working here at my job. God is right now with me, living in me, through me, as me, as I am in a relationship with my wife, or as my husband, with my children, with my friends, with this world.
then life is different. It may look exactly the same to everybody else in this world. Everybody will think nothing has ever changed in you, that you're doing exactly the same you've always done, except they will notice one thing. Your attitude in doing it will be totally different. There will be a joy, a laughter, a smile, a glimmer of light in your eyes. There will be a bounce in your step. There will be something that tells them, my God, what's changed? Why are you so happy with me? Why are you doing this so differently? How do you do your life that way? And you may even find people asking you just that. What are you doing different? What happened to you? And some will say that and go, and I don't like it, stop it. And others will go, and I want to know what you're doing so I can do it for myself. And it may not be until that very moment that somebody points it out to you that you even know that your life is transformed, that you're living the loving that you truly are, that the child of God in you is living more fully than ever before in this very body, in this very expression. And then all of a sudden you go, oh my God, it is happening. I am transforming. The God in me and me and the God that is all of, of creation is living more here, right now. And people are witnessing it. And then you begin to accept it in a way that maybe you haven't up until then. So I just invite you to begin to find those simple ways by which you can begin to allow your relationship with God to be much more direct, much more personal, where you truly know I and the Father are one. My Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And as someone who is initiated on the path of sound and light that has received that sacred name of God that Jesus spoke of so many times and even gave that in the Lord's Prayer, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. It is that hallowed name, that sacred name that we do share, the unspoken name of God spoken of in the Old Testament, that we share in initiation, that we also can chant daily, where we begin to wake up and know more directly that we are the living, loving essence of the Lord. And I do know, as many of you are witnessing in your own lives know, that the more we chant that name of God, the more the power of the name truly comes alive within our consciousness and lives within us. God is also manifesting in every, 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 every in a way that maybe wasn't happening before. And we begin to live in that divine river of loving, not just in our meditation, but throughout our daily life in a way we weren't before. So throughout the day, not just in a moment of prayer or in a moment of med meditation, but throughout the day, walk through the day, drive through the day, eat through the day, 
work through the day, play through the day, breathe through the day. I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. I mean, what else is there to think about? Really, what is there to think about? Worrying about your bills? Does that get it paid? Well, not really. I'm still worrying about bills, even though if I didn't worry about them, they'd still be there. Put God first. Put God only in your life. And let God participate with you in all that concern, all that worry. Let loving go into those areas and begin to transform whatever that is that is separating you from the Lord. Maybe your bills are separating you from the Lord. So go in there and just love love it all. And when you're writing out your checks, say, I and the Father are one. Now don't write that down on your check because that won't get the bill paid. Unless, of course, somebody goes, oh, okay, well, we'll just write it off paid and leave it alone. <laughs> but do every moment Every day, as much as you can, begin to chant that inside of you. And if you've been initiated and you have been given the unspoken name of God inside through initiation, chant that. Because when you speak that power, when you speak that name, it develops even a greater relationship directly between you and God through the movement of the Holy Spirit that is in the anchoring of that initiation through that name. But I know for a fact, long before I ever got initiated, long before I ever had the power of the name anchored in me through the action of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was living in me and moving in me and bringing me into the greater knowing of myself as a child of God. And it was simply, my Father which art in heaven, I and the Father are one. This I know to be true. This I choose to live in more and more every day. So begin right now. Begin this day. Begin now to walk your life differently. Walk a great experiment if you don't believe it, if it's not true for you. Walk an experiment. I challenge you for the next 90 days to every day, as much as you can, to in some way state your relationship with God in a personal form. My Father which art in heaven, I and the Father are one. I am a living child of God. I am the living, loving essence of the Lord. Whatever it might be, begin to say it over and over and over throughout the day. Rather than getting caught up in gossip with other people, rather than getting in, into an argument with somebody, rather than sitting inside yourself and judging others or judging yourself, rather than sitting inside yourself going, well, golly, if I had just said this, why didn't I say that? I, I can't believe I let them get away with that. I'm going to have to go back and figure this out. And let's see, what do I have to say to them? And just filling your mind with all that, just say, I love you, I accept you, I forgive you, and I and the Father are one. And I, in the action of loving, acceptance, and forgiveness, live in the fullness of my Father lives within me, and I live within my Father, 
and I am a child of God. I'll tell you, your life changes. When you begin to live that, your life changes. And that's what this life is about. We didn't come here to live like a herd of cattle. Go to kindergarten, go to school, go to work, get married, have calves. <laughs> we came here for something more than just to live an existence in this creation. We came here to wake up, even at this level of separation, in the divine knowing of ourselves, to live the fullness that I and the Father are one. And in that way, we then live it fully. If we can do that here in this creation, which is like the furthest distance away, if you want to call it that, from the knowingness of God and live it and wake up into it and know it here, then truly, truly, with that divine knowing, living in this consciousness, all the way up into the very heart of God, we then are in oneness. And when we do let go of this physical form and this physical creation, at the last breath, we turn, we return back into that from which we came. We go back into God fully. We live in God fully. We return to the heart of God from which we came, consciously, fully, knowingly, never to be separated once again. And in truth, it's just like I've always said. One day you're going to wake up and you're going to know you never left the heart of God. You have just believed a great illusion. You've allowed yourself to live in separation. But you've created it. You've allowed it. And God will allow us to do whatever it is we want to do so that we as soul, God in us, can learn the power of creativity the action and reaction of that creative power and also how to, through manifestation of creativity, bring things into balance in such a way that God can live and dwell in all of creation. So it's a very simple statement, a very simple action. I also want to share that when we're sharing here in our Sunday mornings or anytime in retreats and class settings or whatever, there are times where we're sharing and the information we're giving may be confusing to you, it may be something that we're sharing that is very foreign, that is very unfamiliar that is very unknown inside of you, that may even cause the disturbance I talked about earlier, a shakening, a quickening, a movement inside that may cause you to fear or have doubt or to shut down. I would invite you to come and talk to Brian and myself. Come and talk to one of us or both of us and ask your questions, share your concern, your doubt about what we might have said that cause that movement inside of you so that we can help you 
to understand where we're coming from and what we're sharing and to bring you into a clarity within yourself about your own spiritual journey with God. We're not here to create separation or to shut you down or to make anything wrong with anything. We're here to share with you a truth that we know to be a profound truth that when lived, your relationship with God is beyond words. It truly is a oneness, a loving that is beyond anything that the mind can comprehend, that words can express. And we do not want to shut that opportunity down. So if we ever share anything that causes a disturbance, a question, a doubt, a fear, a wonder, come and talk with us. Because sometimes when we're sharing, we're sharing from our own experience. And maybe where we're sharing from doesn't bring clarity to you in such a way as we are experiencing right side inside of us because of what we know through our experience as we're sharing that. And so maybe there's other words we can bring to you, share with you, be within you, that will bring a better understanding so that peace can dwell within you. That loving can begin to live in you more fully. Don't ever let us cause you disturbance or separation in that way. Challenge us, dare us, step up to us so that we do not do that because we do harm to you and we do harm to ourselves if we create that. And that's not what we're here to do. And if ever I say anything that causes you disturbance, causes you fear, causes you to go into judgment of yourself, one, I ask you to do something. And that is move into loving, acceptance and forgiveness with me. And two, step up and say, hey, what did you mean by that? That hurt. I didn't like that. Why did you say that about me? Years ago, I was with someone, and I shared something with somebody. We were all sitting around at a dinner table, and everybody was joking around. And I said something in a joking way about someone, but they took it personal in that moment. In that moment, I was just kind of being in a jovial mood, joking around as everybody else was, throwing words around and statements around. But they took it personal. And for years, they lived shut down in that part of themselves where they took it personal. Until one day, we were sitting and talking. And they said, I've got to ask you a question. Why did you say this about me? Why did you say that to me in that moment? And in that moment, fortunately, I'm very blessed. The Holy Spirit brings to me what I need to know. And I saw the incident, and I said, wait a minute. We were at a dinner table. We were all joking around and playing with each other, kidding around with each other, joking, playing, right? They said, well, yeah, but when you said that, I, I went into total shutdown, they said. You were being very attacking of me hurting of me. And I said, no, I was joking. I was playing. 
And as we talked, all of a sudden they let go of that judgment within themselves that they had created around what I had said, and it melted away. Now, if they had come to me that evening as we were walking out of the restaurant and said, well, why did you say that about me? They would not have had to have lived that in for three years, four years, whatever it was. And I do not want anybody to go into that. So if ever I say anything that causes you disturbance, causes you to shut down or withdraw or pull away, come to me, share with me, confront me, whatever it takes, I'm willing to do it. Because I want you to know yourself as a child of God. I don't want to create separation in you. I don't want to create separation in our relationship. However it is, I love the divine in you. I love the child of God in you. I know the child of God in you. I see the divine light in each and every one of you. And I want to continue honoring that and holding that with you as best I can. And I want you to wake up into the knowing of that so that you can truly see the divine in yourself, in me, in everything else, everyone else, as I have the joy of witnessing it. And I don't want to be the instrument by which you shut down from that action. So I challenge you, and it may be a big challenge, it's something that you don't like to do, is to confront to step up to the plate and take care of yourself in that way. But I challenge you to do it with me. I promise you I will do my very best to be in loving with you in that action and to walk with you in that so that we get clear. And it's a big challenge. A lot of us do not like confrontation. A lot of us do not want to have to tell another person what's going on inside of us. We take care of everybody, but we don't take care of ourselves. We take care of everybody else's feelings. Well, I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to upset them. I don't want to make them think they've done something wrong. Well, have they? Well, maybe they didn't do something wrong personally, I mean, uh, uh, on purpose, but maybe they did do something that caused a wrongness to develop in me. And maybe I just need to answer to that, step up to that. Be willing to take care of yourself. If we are going to live that statement of love your neighbor as yourself, we've got to begin to love ourselves. And one way of loving yourself and demonstrating that loving and allowing that loving to come into manifestation more fully is to step up to the plate and say, hey, wait a minute, I've got to take care of myself here, Jim. We've got to have a talk. Why did you say that about me? What did you mean by that? If you can't do it with anybody else, know that you can do it with myself or with Brian. We are a safe haven. We will allow you to begin to understand what that feels like and looks like to take care of yourself in that way. We do that with each other all the time. 
We do not let anything stand between us and the Lord inside of ourselves or inside of each other. And we will do all we can to help you to move into that same action of not letting anything stand between you and the Lord inside or you and the Lord between us. So allow us to participate with you on all levels, all ways. And maybe it's just a very physical relationship that we have where we talk and share and participate at that level. And maybe we even have a greater relationship where we even see each other in meditation, in the dream state, on the inner levels. And we have a relationship there. I like it when we have relationship all the way, multidimensionally. Physical, all the way into soul and beyond into the heart of God. I'm having a relationship with you in that way, even if you don't know it. I just want you to know it so that we can participate with it in a greater way. That we can both go skipping down the pathway home to God knowingly, skipping in joy as a child of God would skip in a joyful way to wherever they're going. That's who we are. That's who I am. That's who you are. That's who we are. We are one. We are divine. We are loving. Begin to live more of that loving each day. Begin to step forward into that truth. I and the Father are one. Okay. Well, I guess that takes care of of that. (laughs) (laughs) So, one thing I would like to say is we will be back um, in September. So, we get back the 10th, actually, I think. Whatever day that is, I don't even know. I think it's a Monday. I don't think we're going to be here for that Sunday. It'll probably be the next weekend. Yeah. I think Sunday is like September 9th or something. You want to turn your mic on? Yeah, the 9th is the Sunday, so we won't be back that day. We get back the 10th, so... We have to double check, but I think we leave Hawaii on the 9th and get in on the 10th. You know, the red-eye flight type of thing. So... No, we'll be here. We'll be here for quite a while after that, except uh, we'll go into all that later. But I just want to say, please do come, if you can, to Sunday classes here on Sunday mornings with Bill, Tom, and Laura, because it does really assist us in a wonderful way, because it keeps the energy focused and alive here, so that when we come back, we can have these kind of sharings with you, and we're not having to build the energy back up again. That's one reason why we've done what we've done and are doing what we're doing. You'd be surprised the difference. If you keep the energy going, you just come right back into it. But if you give it a break for a while, then it takes a little while to get back into it. It's just a lot easier to keep it going. So keep it going. So thank you all, and we'll see you when we see you, inwardly and outwardly. (laughs) 